Tottenham beat Fulham 3-1 at Wembley. Harry Kane broke his notorious August goal drought as Tottenham put three past Fulham on Saturday afternoon at Wembley. The England captain had previously played 14 games in the summer months without finding the back of the net until he scored 13 minutes from time after evading his marker in the box to curl in his side's third goal. Spurs opened the scoring two minutes before the break through Lucas Moura's first in the Premier League, his delightful curling effort making amends for the two chances he had missed previously. Fulham found themselves level within 10 minutes of the restart after Mitrovic nodded in Sesson Young's cross from close range. Fulham should have scored more than one goal, but they didn't capitalize on their dominant start to the second half. Kieran Trippier, continuing his impressive form from the World Cup, restored Spurs' superiority in the 74th minute with a brilliant free kick, before Kane added the third to ensure they continued their 100% start to the season. Assuming Harry Kane begins September with a goal tally of zero is second nature. Saturday was no different, or so you'd think, as he saw a goal ruled out for a foul by Lucas in the build-up, while he smacked the bar after a perfectly timed run to meet Trippier's cross. Suppressing the pervasive powers of frustration, the relief was evident in a celebration after he finally beat Fabre to end the run of 1065 minutes, spanning 5 seasons and 49 shots at goal. It wasn't just a goal, however, as Kane's all-around performance was markably better against Fulham and one befitting a striker that netted 30 Premier League goals in 1718. Much was made of Tottenham's brave and somewhat arrogant decision to not add to their squad over the summer, becoming the first Premier League side in history to do so, and the argument dictated that Spurs will reluctantly suffer. But two wins from two games underpinned by sound performances will go some way in quelling such insecurity. The reiteration of Toby Alderweireld, whose long passing was a joy to behold, coupled with the returns of Harry Winks and Eric Lamella, as well as an invigorated Lucas, provide a different outlook on the squad. Suddenly, Tottenham do look stronger. Lucas in particular was impressive. He had clearly improved his work rate, winning the ball in dangerous areas, making tackles and closing down at every opportunity, whilst he overcame two confidence-eroding misses to curl the opener beyond Fabri, also unsettling the Fulham defence with his directness on the ball. Tottenham fans were rejoicing to have Kieran Trippier back in the starting eleven. Not only happy to see England's World Cup hero return, but because it avoids having to play the defensively suspect Serge Aurier. He demonstrated why he was missed so sorely with another crucial display on the right flank. He was versatile in switching from wing-back to full-back midway through the second half, and his crossing was a welcome addition to Spurs' attack. It was also encouraging seeing Trippier handed some set-piece responsibility. He found more luck than Eriksen from corners, while his free kick, roughly taken from the same distance as that against Croatia, thundered past Fabry to put Spurs ahead and ignite Fulham's eventual collapse. Fans were hoping that his form would carry over from Russia, and on this basis, it showed no signs of abiding anytime soon. 
It was a real statement of intent from Pochettino to play the supposedly want-away Belgian. Whether the transfer rumours and stories of unrest are true or not, it appears that Alderweireld is fully committed to keeping his head down and doing his all for Tottenham this season. With Manchester United lurking and an upcoming 25 million release clause this summer, it could well be the centre-back's last campaign with Tottenham. But that doesn't mean it has to be a bad one. Toby tweeted his desire to win a trophy with Tottenham and his performance echoed those sentiments. Solid defending, perfect passing and a downright splendid game from the world-class centre-back. Two games played, only one goal scored and zero points. It could make for worrisome reading taken in isolation, but Fulham's performances against both Crystal Palace and Tottenham provide plenty of positive notes for Jokanovic to dwell on. Seri, Anguissa and Kearney eventually developed an understanding and put together some promising spells of possession, with Seri's passing particularly impressive, while Sessegnon consistently found space in behind Tottenham's defence. Mitrovic scored Fulham's first goal of their return to the Premier League and hit the woodwork for his troubles as Jokanovic might count himself a tad unfortunate to lose. Fulham looked like a side capable of avoiding relegation, and with games against Burnley, Brighton and Watford on the horizon, it's only a matter of time until they earn their first points. For all the praise lavished upon Pochettino, he isn't immune to criticism, namely for his delayed substitutions that can frankly prove too little too late. Credit where it's due, however, he managed the Fulham game impeccably, withdrawing Sanchez for Dembele in the 63rd minute after a period of sustained Fulham dominance. Eric Dyer, as the sole holding player, was struggling against Fulham's three ball-playing central midfielders, hence Dembele's introduction to reassert control in the middle. The decision to bring on Eric Lamilla paid dividend as the Argentinian helped break Fulham down with his line-breaking dribbling, assisting Kane's goal in the process. Pochettino's ability to swallow his pride in selection and react to changing circumstances won Tottenham the game. 